Steve Vines. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. What's going on? Well, uh, things. Or, 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 <laughs> That's why you get the big bucks, mate. You, yeah, I know. This is. You remember the famous the, the, the thing that Harold Macmillan, the British Prime Minister, was asked. You know, well, what's the most difficult thing about being Prime Minister? And he said, "Oh, events, dear boy. <laughs> events." I'll tell you what. Before. So, uh, um, so it's events. We're going to talk. Can, can we talk about events? Is we that can allowed talk about on there? Events in the diary. Before I forget, oh, let, me, let me just read an email I got from Pete, who writes to us often. He said, "Hi, Phil and Steve. So Hong Kong is again." the world's most competitive economy, Uber and companies like Carrefour might disagree. Still, at least it means Paul Chan won't have an apoplectic fit like he did over Moody's one-point downgrade of Hong Kong's credit rating. Here's your overture, Steve. Yeah, well, the, he, he is a great thinker, is that Paul Chan? I mean, some people say that, you know, he, he's up there with, with I don't know, um, gosh, who could we compare him with? <laughs> oh, that's right, <laughs> nobody. <laughs> he's, 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 you know, it's it's when people get their undergarments in a twist yeah. over things like this that you realise how shallow and how unsure they are of things. So here's the thing: Moody's doesn't out a, a, a thing. A, a, this is a, a thing. A, a downgrade of, of Hong Kong's bond rating, which incidentally doesn't make one bit of difference because this is not a heavily indebted government. It's only people like Paul Chan who get excited by it. And, you know, he, he feels he has to go out there and go, oh, doo -doo, squeak, squeak, another squeak, squeak. Honestly, I'm not, I don't think Moody's is, is, is an oracle, but what they're reflecting, actually, is uncertainty about the mainland economy. And guess what? The economy here is tied very heavily to the mainland economy. So, you know, when China sneezes, you know who gets a cold. Mm. But, I mean, all of this is kind of known to everybody else on the planet. But he's got a right on his blog. So, oh, Oh, he's writing on his blog, is he? Yeah. Oh, well. The financial secretary always has a blog they for some do, well, reason. Well, no, apparently they all have little blogettes. Um, they, apparently, if you're in the White House, you get your own Twitter account. Oh, that's cracking. Don't even start <laughs> Don't, with that. Should we not <laughs> no. go there? You can actually invent your own words if you're, if you're operating that particular Twitter account. Yeah. So there's poor little Paul Chan, uh, who apparently is going to become the next finance secretary, as well as the current one, because Carrie Lam scuttled around Hong Kong looking for somebody else, and they all said... Sorry, See ya. sorry, I've got a box set to watch next year. I'm really busy. Um, <laughs> I've suddenly got into Wagner. <laughs> there's Wagner and then there's the nail clipping. You know, it's a very busy year ahead. Otherwise, I'd love to do it. So he'll be, he'll be carrying on. And, 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 but the point that um, Pete makes about Uber is an interesting one because it's a continuing saga. I mean, U Uber, it is true, has no legal status here, yet it is operating... And it has mm. quite a strong, uh, I was going to say fan base, Legal but should status. I say user base? Explain what you know about this, because it seems to work everywhere else. Well, no, no, Uber has had trouble in other jurisdictions. I mean, the simple fact of the matter is that the, the people who are driving Uber cars, strictly speaking, don't have licences to do that. Some of them don't have insurance cover. That's a bit more worrying, because if you're if if anybody using Uber is involved in an accident, they're going to be on their own, which is which is a bit of a worry. However, the basic point here is... And if we're involved in an accident in a taxi, we just sponge $200 off the <laughs> bloke who hit us. Yeah, yeah, that's how it's done. And, you know, in, in the average Hong Kong taxi, sometimes after the accident, you can't tell what's <laughs> happened. Right. This is exactly the same as oh, before. Oh, look, a policeman, my car's fine. No, worries, no nothing happened here. <laughs> but, you know, the real scandal, of course, is, is, is nothing to do with Uber at all. The real scandal is, is the taxi service, which is, which is just ludicrous here. 
I mean, the way the government set it up is it's, a, it's an enormous speculative bubble. So that, that really it's the trade in taxi licences. And people should really remember the degree of incompetence that led to this situation. Don't blame the poor old blokes who are driving the taxis. They get practically diddly squat of diddly squat for their efforts. So, you know, they're, they're taking home very small sums of money because they don't own their taxes, they couldn't possibly own their taxes because to get the licence and the vehicle on the road is a question of millions of dollars and these boats don't have it. So they're renting their taxes, they're doing a shift, some of them are doing enormously long shifts, 12, 14 hours a day. Guess what? They're not the happiest campers on the planet. Yeah, it does make sense. But they have to do that because otherwise they're going to make no living whatsoever. So I feel every sympathy for the taxi drivers. I feel every contempt yeah, for the Yeah, wait till the next time you miss a plane because you can't <laughs> Yeah, yeah well, there is that. <laughs> oh, are you? <laughs> no, the taxi drivers I have are all solid folks, I can tell you, except for the ones who aren't. But, the, but, but it is the system that's broke. As long as you have a system where the basis of your taxi system is speculation in licences, you will never get a service. Why is Uber better? Number one, the people who drive the cars own the cars. They directly get profit. Indeed, they pay a percentage to Uber, but that's a very big percentage. You can earn more driving an Uber car than you can driving a taxi, so no wonder a lot of people are volunteering for that. And the cars are better because you put the money into the car, not into the licence. I mean, the system as it is is so indefensible the only people who defend it are oh that's right are the government i'm going to say one thing about this because i use them quite a lot uh pretty much you know great nine out of ten keep your eye on the app it will sting you is that right sometimes what, what do you mean by that well supposing i want to go from here to to, to hong, Kong's, hong kong side yeah. the app decides uh maybe the traffic's a bit dodgy whatever he says it will tell me it will plan a route that goes through the western tunnel yeah so we change our route. I'm like, oh, the traffic's OK. Let's go through the Cross Harbour Tunnel. We do. I get there. But he still charges me. The app charges me for the Western Tunnel. Uh, with all the high With about fees. 60 bucks yeah. more. So yeah. then what you do is you go, blah, 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 blah. I was overcharged. <laughs> and fair play, they tend to give it back. But this happens pretty much every time. Is that right? <laughs> yes. Is that right? But, but you will get it back. So just keep an eye on that yeah. app. Well, hey, that's what we call a tip, isn't it? Well, I think so. Yeah, I a, just... useful, a useful tip. <laughs> Your presenter today brings you a useful this is, tip. This is the GPS thing, and also, I mean, yeah. it's, it's not, I think hi- it's not yeah, highly evolved, that thing. They're, they're, <laughs> they're, looking, they're, they're piggybacking on the, uh, I presume, the Google route maps, That's what I mean. It's a, which uh, are, I've sometimes used them to my embarrassment. I, I have to say, they ain't by any means perfect. They're, they've got glitches all over. I mean, I, I, I was the other day trying to get somewhere and I was I was solidly informed that I'd be getting there in 20 minutes or because they always tell you how long it's going to take <laughs> and I'm thinking well yeah except for the traffic that information is completely oh, correct well, I mean that was a top tip and I've re- I resolved it <laughs> right so, so that means I'm not having a whinge but I mean basically I think people like it because of all the things you've said it turns up uh, and usually they're civilized geezers who haven't got Neuromotor yeah. dysfunction. Yeah. And, and, and they're, they're earning more for what they're doing. So, you know, first of all, stop whinging on about Uber. All right, sorry. Get, no, no, I don't mean... <laughs> no, I mean, the, the people are whinging on about Uber. Get the taxi system fixed. That's the big consideration. But, but there's been so many opportunities to do this. And so the well, bottom line is they're saying the blokes well, that run the, the cars... The, the point is, the is there's, there's a cartel. And cartel. it is a cartel. Uh, uh, and I think this is what Pete was talking about when he... he um, 
talked about how you can't get any competition in, in supermarkets here, how Carrefour, one of the largest supermarket companies in the world, was run out of Hong Kong. I don't know that because, story. Well, it, it, he, he's quite right, because what happened basically was, except we can't prove it, ha, 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 was that the, the two big um, cartel supermarket operators said to anybody who was likely to provide goods for Carrefour, well, go ahead. Uh, by the way, you're not going to be supplying any goods to us in future. No, you will remain buying your mouldy vegetables from yeah. us. Yes, yeah, <laughs> mouldy vegetables. But, but to be fair, you can buy your mouldy vegetables at double the price. You can get them from the wet market. Bingo. So it's win-win all round for the customer. Not bad at all. <laughs> but Carrefour, which incidentally does quite a good business across the border on the mainland, never managed to get going here simply because it couldn't get the supplies. I've got an email from Colin. He brings up an interesting point. He just says, I often wonder how many government officials or civil servants own taxi licences. No, I don't know the answer to that. But that's an interesting point, though, Colin. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it is quite a small number of people who own quite a large number of licences, so who they are, don't know. Hmm. But, I mean, the fact of the matter is that it's a hermetically sealed system and the people who are completely sealed out of that system are the drivers. So in, in most parts of the world where you have a good taxi system, I mean, I give London as an example, because to become a taxi it's driver same, in London... Steve. Uber's cleaning up over there. Because the black cabs are very expensive. And they're complete. But, but, <laughs> but the fact of the matter is that those blokes can earn a decent living and the people driving the cabs, by and large, there are some rented cabs in London. I happen to know a lot of cabbies in London, so I do know something about this. By and large, they are owned by the people who drive them. Right. And, you know, that's a very big incentive. You know, why do you get good service in some shops and good and bad service in others? Often it's down to the fact that people who are running the shops are serving you and they, they're more likely because they've got this big interest in, in the business you know, to give you top whack service. One, uh, one of the guys here and I, we've we've been sort of monitoring this since last week. So, twenty-two of them, I believe, got arrested, or, or did they? They did, they got picked up, didn't they? Was it arrested or just let's no, have a let's charged. have a look at your they, insurance? No, 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 no they were I charged. They, no, yeah. they were charged. All right, so that well, happened. and already I think five five Uber drivers have already been convicted. So you know, it's a continuing crackdown. Yeah, well, so we look at the thing, and then, I mean, in s what happens was, of course, a lot of the boys, they go, well, I'm staying in today. I'm not going out. I'm not yeah. working. So it's it, it went through the roof over the last week. We're talking like $300 to get to Jim Sajoy. Oh, is that right? No kidding. Is that right? Absolutely yeah. no. And, and, uh, I believe and I think this is slowly, called the law of supply and demand. But it, that's how that app yeah. works. And I think slowly but surely, as usual, I think we see them trickle back and stuff. Well, I think until they the were, next time. They, until next time. I mean, you know, if... if if the government decides to seriously crack down on Uber here and, and does mass arrests of Uber drivers, they will, they will indeed uh, knock it out. Because, you know, the average Joe is, 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 is prepared to take a risk and is prepared to stick their neck out. But, you know, they don't want um, convictions on their file. It's going to cause them a lot of problems, There's... not just today, but in the future. Yeah. I mean, I, th I mean, wouldn't you? If you, you know, a lot of these cars are quite tasty. Isn't it? I think I'm not. I'm going to give it a miss today. Yeah. The day after, yeah. and that's when the app went bananas. I, I, I should say, um, because I know this. This isn't Uber, but you know, there are a lot of other services running around Hong Kong, uh, which are far less high profile than Uber. <laughs> Smart people, which actually does exa do exactly the same thing. All right, they're not controlled by an app. You, you, you do something. Listener, the listener may not know this. You phone them up, 
You what? Yes. Oh, yes. It's quite. It's a quite a novel way. Well, of I'll doing tell you what. Things. That's how we know that there's no yeah. ex civil servants who run taxi licenses because yes. you'd have to telex them. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or fax them. Send them a fax. <laughs> and and incidentally, get all the all, all the um, all the reference numbers right. And, and, you know, you'd have to ask for the relevant journey. I love that word, relevant. We'd have to tender for a taxi. Exactly. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I think we're confident that not a lot of civil servants are involved in this business. But, but seriously, there are, there are other people who are, who are moonlighting with their vehicles. And um, Who dares wins. Yeah, exactly. I met one bloke once, some years ago, who was the former colonial chief secretary's driver. He told me all this, and he owned a fleet of taxis. I mean, he was sorted oh, right. out. Thank you he, very he much. He owned a fleet of he was of, the, of, of he was license taxi, cabs. Yeah, but he was the I former see. driver of uh, way back in the nineties. Whoever okay. the chief secretary was, probably and, David Ford, was, was it? it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But, was, you know, no. smart. Yeah, very smart. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for that, Pete. You got us going. We didn't you, know we you were going to talk about that. <laughs> well, but but we could talk about, and and we don't actually do that very often on this program. We could talk about government cock-ups. Mm. Have we ever done that before? Don't know. Don't Certainly know. Not no, for a while. No, it's just I'm, I, I've been reading the the public prints. They're very good, you know. Some of them jolly good. They got lots of information in them, and uh, there's this kind of how can I call it the conflagration, conflagration possibly whatever of 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 government cock-up. So you've got just in this week, you've got the hospital authority blame the contractor. Oh yeah, well, well come on. I'm oh, sorry, you haven't said it yet. Yes, have I've said that yet. <laughs> God, God, I tell you, come in here. <laughs> Um, so you've got the hospital authority, um, which has apparently, according to the Department of Health, failed in 20% of instances to do what it's supposed to do, which is to report to the Department of Health serious incidents in hospitals within 24 hours. 20%, that's a big number by anybody's standards. Yeah. We've got this amazing continuing saga with the air traffic control system, which apparently has to be booted up every this is now cracking. and again. There's I mean, got you know, to be a nerdy it's, computer it's, joke is, in there. This somewhere. is like my old computer. Look at the it's, bottom, it says Sinclair. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I think they, they, they should, somebody should tell them that those old IBM computers aren't, yeah. aren't modern anymore. Yeah. But If it says Fisher-Price, you've got the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Do you think that's the problem I'm having? God. God, things you learn on this program. Well, yeah. but the fact of the matter is that the government's response to this is we've got to root out the whistleblower. Yeah. I'm thinking, no, no, but couldn't you fix the problem? I mean, don't you have a system that basically is riddled, riddled with problems? And your answer to that is we'll have to find the whistleblowers? Gosh, that's impressive. So you've got that going on. We've got my favourite, favourite topic, which is the, the hapless food truck scheme. Another so one's bitten the another dust. Another one's bitten and the, the dust. And somebody said, that's the way it goes. What do you yeah. mean, that's the way it goes? It's never happened before. Yes, yes. And then, well, you're talk- the person who said that is, is the hapless Greg So, who, right. who's become the food, food truck advocate-in-chief, who says, oh, yes, it's perfectly natural these people would drop out. Well, how does he know? He's never <laughs> run a food truck in his life. Unless. Uh, well, <laughs> hey, maybe he knows. Oh, gosh, I didn't think about that. But, I mean, you know, the scheme is crumbling as we look at it. These are the, So there's two... I mean, there were only 12 of them to begin with. So, in percentage terms, two of them dropping out doesn't, doesn't inspire the kind you of confidence. You didn't know this, Steve. He used to run a Japanese-Jewish food truck, Greg So. He did. It was called is- Sosumi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Stop, 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 stop. Steve Vines. 
there must be an angel. There must, <laughs> there must be an angel. Well, we were talking about government cock-ups, and we didn't quite finish the litany of them before no, the feel break. Free, feel free. But, but I mean, we've so so we did we did the hospital authority, we did the air traffic control, we got the food trucks cock-up, the the, the big abiding cock-up, which is still going to um, haunt. I think is the right word not least because so many fatalities have occurred, the government, is, the, is of course, the bridge to nowhere, otherwise known as the Hong Kong-Macau-Juhai Bridge, which, I mean, the convulsions that are going on there, of course, nothing to do with building the bridge. The convulsions are about how do you, how do you allocate blame other than to us. So now we're, now we're at the stage where um, what they're saying is, oh, well, you know, it's a very big bridge. Gosh, who knew that? Um, yeah, rather. if some of the concrete's a bit crocked because there's been uh, alleged corruption in the testing of the concrete, which usually means to say that they've they've mixed the concrete with salt water, which and they bought which, tons which, of which, it. which was an old scandal in Hong Kong, if you remember, Pardon. I mean, years and years ago, and yep. caused terrible problems for, for particularly for public housing. Anyway, if it's that, we don't know that because, of course, it's an information-free zone. But what we do know is all the bureaucrats are scuttling around as though there's no tomorrow, going, well, you know, that, that, that one, no, no, that one over there, see that bloke in the corner there with the, with the snotty nose? I'm sure he's responsible. And anyway, the big story here is that nobody in government, nobody in government is to blame. And they've done what any reasonable person was. They've gone and had a look at the bridge... The, the very bureaucrats who we're talking about, and they've gone out and had a look at the bridge, and apparently, just visually, it seems all right. So that's okay then, isn't it? Would you drive across that bridge well, with would, that assur- that ringing assurance in your head? I wouldn't be allowed to. No, no, you wouldn't be. That's true. You wouldn't be allowed to. Primarily because, because they, I don't have a driving license. Well, <laughs> and and you don't have a cross border permit, and they haven't sorted out who's going to drive on the bridge. But other than these tiny little details that only a pedant would um, spend time thinking and talking about. Other than that, it's all good. A bit weird, though, that this kind of stuff is... You know, it's been years since that kind of thing has happened. Yeah, it is. It has been years since, uh, since that kind of thing has happened. Of course, we don't know exactly what's happened. I mean, in the information-free zone in which the government says it has every right to operate... Oh, yeah. Um, we, 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 <laughs> we, 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 you know, we just don't know, you know... The, the whole idea of having LegCo... Do you remember LegCo? Mm. They've got a building over in Tamar somewhere... Um, was that they would have committees and they look into this. But now, every time there's a proposal for LegCo to look into a committee, the pro-government, as they're so-called, majority just simply votes it down. Says, no, no, we're not looking into that. So you do get that they, 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 You know, the other day they, they had a vote to look into this business with all these, you know, these um, computers that got stolen from the Electoral Registration Commission. And uh, they said, no, 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 we don't need to look into that uh, because, after all, it's only citizens whose names have been released to undisclosed people and... <laughs> and the police are on it, basically. And, uh, well, I don't even think they bothered to say that. They just said, well, it doesn't really matter, you know. Um, you know, next. <laughs> so we got all that going on. The other thing that came up in LegCo this very week, and that makes it topical... Go on, then is that it's now been revealed that the Education Bureau, you know, that one by, run by Mr Genius Eddie Ng, he of 30 books a week, I read. Oh, sorry, 30 books a month. I'm exaggerating. I'm so sorry. Ladybird books. Yes. <laughs> Pop-ups, actually, most of them. Um, he, uh, uh, it turns out that he and the Education Ministry have been having meetings which haven't been disclosed to the great unwashed. 
Um, do they need to be? Uh, well, I think they do because, you know, education is supposed to be an area exclusively under the autonomy of one country, two systems, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I know people say, well, yeah, that's all, all for the birds, but actually this is quite serious stuff because while the Hong Kong side have been a little bit coy about this and going, oh, well, you know, we, we couldn't talk about it out of courtesy to our mainland counterparts. I'm thinking, what does that mean? I mean, yeah. what does that even vaguely mean? But but the, the, the comrades, of course, who haven't been shy, they, in January, and people have only noticed it now because you, you reel back and you look at the boring statements coming out of Beijing, apparently um, issued a little documentaire in which they've said, you know, the Macau and Hong Kong SAR governments have fully implemented um, the tasks we set out for them. So they haven't been interfering, but they have been setting out tasks. Well, we kind of know... It was join the dots. It's nothing to worry about. (laughs) It's not complex. I mean, among the tasks, in fact, very much among the tasks, have been the, the absolute apoplexy which the mainland has treated Hong Kong's failure to have enough indoctrination schools. You know, Hong Kong schools are seriously lacking in the amount of indoctrination that goes on in mainland schools. So, you know, recently we've seen the application of these really popular additional lessons in the basic law every student in hong kong has been celebrating that they've said my god yippee i haven't been celebrating and reading the basic law enough i've heard it in the streets you go out leave this studio you will hear it get on a public bus one of the students will go to you oh gosh thank goodness i'm getting an opportunity to study the basic law more intensively and apparently and and that and other changes to the, to the curriculum haven't been uh, affected by these meetings whatsoever and we have that on the authority of and i have to look up his name because it's not a household name kevin young who's the deputy to eddie Ng, and is likely to be the new education secretary so kev i wonder if you're a chip off the old block whether you're a real <laughs> eddie will you be able to persuade the public with your suavity your intellectual prowess etc etc in the way that eddie managed to do don't know hmm. it's an open question Case not, he wears glasses, so that's good. He's in. Most intellectuals wear glasses, it's a known fact. I, I am wearing them as I speak to you. What you mean? So I can prove it, that's a proven fact. Glasses and intellectuals all in one place. There's a danger here that we're swept up in this wave of being, well, people think lied to, let's be honest. Surely some things, who cares if we know about them or not? Well, I think the reason is because, um, you know, dirty deeds are often conducted behind closed doors. There is that, isn't there? So, you know, education and and ask the average parent this is pretty important. Ask the average child this, actually. You know, young children quite get this. And the whole thing in the mainland ideology is that children have to be indoctrinated. Mm. That's quite interesting. On the mainland itself, the level of indoctrination has actually been ramped up in schools and ramped up to a degree where it's probably becoming counterproductive because there's only so many times you can repeat the same dreary old slogans. Well, not really. Once a day, every day. Yeah. <clears throat> or loudly twice a day. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's just, yeah. it's like, well, we had assembly. Yes. And I bet Did there was you? some, you know, they used to ram down the old, well, whatever. I don't remember any of that, but I suppose I should do. Well, yeah. Well, no, no. I mean, it's it's true that the one thing the Communist Party and and the Jesuits have have in common. <laughs> well, there's actually more than one thing they have in common. But you know, it's this idea. You know, the, you know that old Jesuit slogan of "Give give me a child until the age of seven, and I'll give you the man." 
So, you know, the Communist Party quite gets it, that if you want to really ram down indoctrination down the throats of children, you have to do it as young as possible, so it sticks in the mind. And, you know, the Jesuits have been doing it for rather longer than the Communist Party, and they, they, they have... They have a bit of success on that score. Mm. And the other thing, who was it? Is it true? You know, if you repeat the live, da 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 da, yeah. and say it, was it was somebody called it was Mr. <laughs> Goebbels, I believe. One of those fellows, you know. yes. yeah. Lovely yeah. fella, much misunderstood. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, you know, actually, he called it the big lie often enough. Yeah. yeah. All right, then. Actually, maybe, maybe that's what they're doing somewhere else in a, in a white building. <laughs> 